Hi there folks, thank you for joining. Please do consider liking and subscribing and following us on this channel. It will get you more cool updated information and hopefully you're going to like what you're going to hear because today we're talking about podcasts. So yeah, tweet us at Tea and Toast. Either way, let's get straight into what I use, how I use it and a dive into the analytics of podcasting. Hi there, folks. Thank you for tuning into this. Uh, we're, we're going to be just kicking off straight away about podcasts and how to create them. I think that all too often I do talk about other socials and I do talk about project management a bit. Um, I'm just wanting to take a little look back because I do feel quite um, proud of some of the work that I've done on um, this podcast channel and I say that because I can see that there is an increase uh, and I just thought actually let's do a data dive let's um, have a look at some of the analytics and see how things go um, so I'm going to be looking at the analytics from your side it, this is a little bit dated um, so we're quite a few weeks out but it's still going to give you a really good idea of what I do and how that reflects on topics that might be popular uh, but I was also going to look into this so that I can then try and see if there's a particular trend that's really obvious um, sometimes there isn't and there's lots of different little trends so the first thing I'll start with is that I I don't have a great deal of time to set up so I did like I did with YouTube videos I did have an intention to do YouTube videos but um, they've dropped somewhat, so I feel like I need to go back to that. And with podcasts, I had a similar situation, but I found something that was a tool that I used previously in another guise, and it was Anchor. So I've come back to Anchor.fm, and this has enabled me to be a lot more streamlined in creating content because... In my process, I care less about the content. So I know the content is what I want to talk about. And I feel like that's what you're interested in. And through workshops and questions and experience and lots of other different sort of channels of listening and picking up information, not what I fancy. It's, it is more um, what I feel like I'm actually hearing is the strongest thing. And I try my best to generate that content. And then when it comes to it, I would go to Anchor and I would just talk like I am doing now and I'd have an idea of the context. Now, this is different to what most people are told about other types of content, including podcast audio content, because we're often told to script things out. And I think that I would say something similar, but I do also offer the uh, to do it my way, which is just have a bullet point list and kind of roughly know, you know, where you want this to go. So I think there is a need for a general kind of direction, but sometimes you don't need to overthink things. Sometimes it's just we're human, you know, I, I, and I'm hoping that the that I can connect with you on this level as opposed to like commercial that's got an advert and you know all the rest of it so it, there is a, a good line to sort of toe and balance out um so anchor is something that i use because i could just record it online 
and that's what I'm doing now. And then once I do it, I can schedule it or post this out and it goes out to multiple platforms. Um, looking at the dashboard, the dashboard is a great place where I can take a look at how it's doing and how how I'm performing. Sorry, I'm losing my voice slightly there. And immediately what it does is interesting because it gives me a hook of a very large number of all-time plays. And I think, although my podcasts have been played a lot of times, I think that there's, in my, in my view, there's more work to be done. But at the same time, well, it's actually 666, which is a bit of a devil number, if I'm correct, which isn't great. Um, so I should have changed that. Um, but I think the thing to look at is historically it's played that many times. And I think it's played um, the episodes and individual things might have been played or streamed um, in different numbers, but they then add up to that number. So I have doubt and scepticism in everything that I do if you've not been aware of me so that's kind of my mindset is I try to be positive but I am often a skeptic of my own work and I do think that really holds me back but it also makes me um, far more insightful and intuitive when it comes to picking up on some of the details and we do need to be objective and for some reason I'm quite objective about the work that I do even so um, it gives out stuff on um, estimated audience and unique listeners as a dashboard, which is great. And over a period of time, it's got this beautiful chart that shows me um, how many plays it's got. And I can see this great kind of um, climbing up and increasing. But the strange thing there is Anchor pulls in a number of different services. So that's how... I can openly say you're listening on this platform and you'll always get it here, but it's also on a number of other major and smaller, um, popular, small but popular um, and relied on podcasting platforms. So you can get this pretty much anywhere and you do have to kind of subscribe through. I think altogether I say that, but it is on eight platforms. So the ones I'm subscribed to are Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify. And sometimes you do have to then go back and add your own in. Um, but off the hook, it just kind of helps you set that up and then suggest oh, what you want to do. And any changes that you make in Anchor are then aggregated. So it might take a little bit of time uh, and that might vary for different services. But I only notice it um, in terms of minutes um not an hour or two with the bigger services definitely and this playback chart that i can see that's incrementally going up i must sort of highlight that it, it isn't favoriting me like it's just going up and up there's a definite peaks and troughs so there are moments of bing and i think that's really key to remember in your audiences is people that do follow you or do look at content will get like any Google algorithm, podcast algorithms work similarly. So fresh new content um, or relative content and filtered through as new content will be promoted. So we, we see these spikes that spike up and then go down. But each time I am seeing um, the spikes incrementally increase over time. And actually the troughs of where they're low 
um, more recently, I can see that they're going up too. So for me, I am interested in the fact that the low points are actually going up. And I think that shows that the pure amount and wealth of the knowledge that I've got and I'm putting out there is being um, intercepted by the audiences, by you guys and the listeners. Um, and there is more, because there's more information out there of mine, I am the, the troughs aren't going down to zero. So they are picking up at least 10 or 20 um, playbacks as a minimum over a period of time. So just working on those troughs as well as the peaks is really interesting. And moving on, we've got episodes. So it sort of suggests or what, what kind of episodes are really good. Um, and th- I love seeing this and I actually don't look at this. So this is definitely um, something that I'm going to rely on. So some of the less popular ones are Pancake Day. <laughs> I wonder why, because I was hungry that day. Um, Untitled, 15 plays. That must have been looking at March 2020. That must have been one of the first early ones that I did. Um, and with a lot of my socials, I tend to, uh, and this might be similar for you, you adopt, do a bit, and then you just don't. And that was my fear. I know I purposely left that as untitled by the sounds of it. But there is a real striking um tip of the iceberg there where there is one that has at least 10 or 20 more plays than the other and that's around planning and confidence um and funnily enough that's in 2019 so and even more ironically there are more um other subsequent uh podcasts i'm doing that are related to project management tools and stuff so Actually, I'm lucky that my mind has noticed that in a way. So some of the others that are really popular, albeit lesser than that one, were still really popular. Three-part flexible umbrella of something. I think the thing that really nags me about um, this particular thing is we can download the CSV file, and that's good, but I'm sort of forced to do that because I can't see the full titles in, the tr- in this uh, dashboard view. So that's not great. Um, but yeah, it's still really, really good. And it does give me a breakdown of different geographical countries, sorry, ge- geographical locations that are countries uh, and also um, platforms. So Spotify isn't in there and Apple Podcasts is, but I feel like Spotify is doing me more justice and it's just not showing me that because it's categorizing that as other. And I don't know what other is. I've actually sent a tweet out and um I sort of did get a response, which was helpful. So if you do have an issue using Anchor, then you can reach out to the team um, on Twitter and they are wonderful. And if you do like this podcast, then please do consider liking, subscribing, listening wherever you are. But you can contact me on TNTOS at Twitter. That was a good time to do that plug. Um, so one of the other things they do is a, two of the other things are gender and age. And demographics are really great, but the the demographics for me are broad. Uh, and I'm actually knowing Google Analytics and knowing how Google search works. Although demographics and having a persona is helpful, really understanding your audience needs, what questions they might have. And for me to try and answer them is what I'm perpetuating and continuing to think. And that's because that's what wields the biggest 
um, amount of traffic to any website. So I'm using the same philosophy in my podcast. Now, the reason for this podcast is because I wanted to dive into that and talk about it and just make you aware in case you were wanting to do podcasts. But also because um, I did actually go into sign up to my Spotify and look at some info that was there. So I have spotted something similar. Um, and you can go in and look at statistics, but in my experience, when people tend to set this up, they think, yeah, I've got analytics, but in both the Twitter area and in the Instagram area, I have worked in the arts and in education, as long as social enterprise and not-for-profits, but particularly in education and, and in the arts, there were areas where I spotted people setting up or using those accounts but did not go into the analytics and therefore did not activate and you do need to often do that first and then you will be able to go back and look at the analytics so i luckily i didn't do that with spotify but i did register through anchor and also through spotify many many like quite a few years ago and this meant that by activating it, it was always ticking over and the analytics were always there. I did have to sort of activate and say, hey, this is who I am. And uh, they send you an email on Spotify and then you put in the code into them and you've got to put in the RSS feed that is given to you on the settings part of your Anchor account or wherever your podcast RSS feed is. And then it just churned out the analytics, which is really, really great. And the analytics are actually very similar to Anchor in some ways. Um, so the looking at the listeners, the followers, the streams, the, the starts, these are all kind of the key bits of info that they've got. However, the, there are there is a little bit more where they've, the way they've laid it out is helpful. So they allow you to look at that by episode. Um, and that key bit of data that I just said stays, but you can then look at episodes and bits about specific episodes uh, audiences and details so i'll just go through like let's pick details details is basic it's basically got your podcast link where where it is on spotify uh, and a couple of bits about that and like a trailer that you might have audience is really cool because it just gives you starts and streams and it gives you two things so if people start listening to it and that they've been listening to it but also streaming and i think I don't fully get what the difference is other than somebody's trying to or they are listening and stream meaning they haven't downloaded it maybe or that they've start might be they've started to listen to it. Stream means like there's a full on streaming and actually actively listening to. And those numbers seem reasonable, but it does seem like there's a lot more orange, which are people do click and start to listen and then maybe don't like it or switch off. And I think, that's easy to get. It must be easier to get those hooks out there because I'm seeing a lot of those oranges. So the algorithm there is prompting people to play and be interested. And then there might just be the wrong people that aren't interested in that particular topic. So obviously you just turn off. It's like getting a bounce rate in on a website. So then the next thing to consider are listeners. Um, looking at my listeners, I'm getting... On Spotify, it's saying, so on Anchor, it's saying I'm getting others, which I'm assuming is Spotify. I'm getting a lot of traction, whereas on Spotify, they're saying it's three. So there's a big difference between the two, and I don't understand why. Um, but when we look at the, the next chart below, the followers is increasing 
uh, which is really good to see. And I'm going to look back at Anchor. And it doesn't really translate again. So it does feel like there's a gap between Anchor and Spotify a little bit. So I'm pleased that I might, because I'm getting data pulled from identifying Apple, but other is, feels like the other would, in the 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 element of what they cat, Anchor are categorizing as other, feels like actually it's the other means Spotify in a way, because they're telling me, over at Spotify on the analytics that I'm getting more followers. Um, the age and the gender actually are very accurate. So they are very, very good. Um, I'm really, really pleased with that. In terms of country, um, I am seeing that more. I have more of an American following, according to Anchor. However, on Anchor, they do also say I have a UK following, but the UK following seems smaller but actually seems similar in number size to um, what Spotify is saying. So I feel like um, if I was reading into that, actually there is, there is a good balance between the two. So I'm getting a lot more traction and interest from an American audience, but I'm actually getting maybe more of a tangible listen from a UK audience, potentially. That's where my head's thinking anyway. So, the, yeah, a bit of a divide. Actually, the, the analytics I'm looking at aren't even... Oh, so they're from August 2019. So it does make more sense. And then looking at episodes, um, it just lists them. So if I look at the most listeners, then what's different here is the top number one is not the same that Anchor is showing me, but the second best on Spotify analytics, the planning and confidence in in your podcasting journey is the second most popular. So it's ironic, actually, this is a happy coincidence that I'm doing this podcast about making your podcast, and that is the second most popular on Spotify, but it's just not translating, is it? On So planning and confidence actually was the most popular one on Anchor, planning and confidence. So the, yeah, the Anchor is showing me the most popular one um, is this, and that is matching up with um, not the most popular, but second most popular on Spotify. So yes, there are similarities in what they're showing. So the return to podcast would be third. I'm just going to have a look and see if I can spot that. So the return to podcasting is actually one of the higher um, watched ones on Anchor. And the return to podcasting is also the higher ones um, on the third down on my list for the most popular listeners. So there there is a similarity there and it does make sense. So it feels to me like Anchor is creating a slight hiccup of a problem here because um, Spotify is a larger platform and by not including it in their analytics in their dashboards so there's this just to repeat that in the section where it's saying listening platforms it because it doesn't actually um listen list spotify as a separate and it bunches it in other it feels like i'm having to look at the spotify analytics and reason in which those are so overall other than that, I'd say Anchor is really good, but it 
also is amazing because it has enabled me to share this content and feel safe and secure. One of the things that I have done is also prepared for um, one of my seminars, um, which was widely sort of um, well received. And a lot of people did love the content that I shared because it's unique. Um, and when I talk about digital strategy and SEO, they're like the top main two that I talk about. Uh, but often when you come to a workshop, I find it's really hard just to get the slides. And some people don't come, but they do get the slides. But just having a podcast that was there and for me to share that link with them to say, I've already done this and I've talked about it. You need to listen to that if you feel you want to revisit the webinar, but we've gone and all you've got are the slides. You can also listen to another resource, which is this podcast. And just to record that podcast and have it out there is really useful. So just in terms of podcasting, don't just think, how do I do it? You can use Anchor or you can create a platform and create an RSS and link that up to your Spotify and various things. In my opinion, Anchor does an amazing job. Anchor is actually um, a Spotify company, which is ironic in the criticism that I've given it. Um, and I think that's a big criticism in, in a way, considering Anchor is a Spotify company, but treating them separately, Anchor is amazing. Um, but using it as a resource uh, and uh, that being a reason um, for audience feedback and giving that back to them, but also an additional resource to other content that you're creating is a valid, valid way of creating content. And it's definitely something that I'm looking at doing more and more in incorporating it into a bigger look and view of the content that I might create. So I just want to say thank you. Um, that was quite a lot more than what I thought it was going to be. Definitely um, pleased with the information I've given you but I need to hear that back from you. So if you've got any views and comments, please do like, share, and subscribe. Please follow us. There are lots more interesting topics, not just down this chain that, um, that already exist on this channel, but that I could be creating. But I need your input on how to shape that and getting that from all platforms. And I'm also getting that through DMs as well as tweets on Twitter at Tea and Toast. So please do share and like uh, and stay connected. Thank you for listening. Until next time, take care.